0: space ace galaxy traveling the cosmos in a sentient shape-changing ship with an equally sentient self-destruct program solving mysteries for me the editor of the giant book of destiny And what do you mean two Sylvie one eight Z exclamation mark four ks are down in the Biblion reception?
1: I mean, there are two multi-tentacled beings with eyes all over their heads who are identical in every way because they are this same Biblion down there. They are reshelving the files alphabetically, creating a Dewey Decimal System for the reception's Rolodex, and insisting everyone be quiet.
2: Obviously, biblions are exceptional at their jobs. Otherwise, they wouldn't all be required to report into the Destiny library to begin their unpaid internships on their 18th birthdays. The question is, what does this mean for Destiny? Copy, eight.
1: Are you asking my opinion about whether or not we should suggest the writers incorporate the illusion of choice into Biblion destinies like everyone else? <gasps> I
3: think... I think what the editor and copy are asking is, what does this mean in relation to the broken time issue?
4: It means, if time was a mirror, we'd all be in for seven years of bad luck. I can't wait! Technically, there's no such thing as time here at Destiny. Unending bad luck? Even better! Let's hang around here chatting for as long as it takes for the timelines out there to crash and burn. Save
5: your disaster subroutines for later, Dee. Ace is going to crack the code on this fractured time problem.
3: I was sure the issue you're having with time flowing in all different directions had something to do with the pages of Destiny being put back together in the wrong order. But it turns out the problem didn't have anything to do with fact-checker Fran at all. Well, there's a first time for everything. Hey! The question is, what else could have caused time to fracture?
1: In my hurry to correct a dangling participle once, I tripped over my words and fractured my arm.
2: That makes absolutely no sense. First, you don't know what a dangling participle is. Second, tripping on words can't fracture a bone.
1: No, but tripping on the stairs can.
2: I'm tripping all over myself trying to make sense of what you're saying. Watch your steps on the stairs,
6: ascenders, and step, 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 step,
7: step, 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 step.
6: And squeeze left and hold, descenders. Step, 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 and hold and. I said, descenders, hold.
1: You said ho, like onward ho. Ah, my arm. I
6: think I broke it. Why is it so hard for people to listen to simple instructions? We must maintain beauty and clarity in all our movements, insignificant person from the editing department.
1: My name is Fran, fact checker Fran. We've met many times, Milford, in the cafeteria, Waiting in line to speak to Oris the Ear in the Twelfth Cup Café? In the bar? We danced together at the staff holiday party last year.
6: I have a thousand legs. I danced with many people.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't happen to have any painkillers in one of those pockets, would you?
6: No, I wouldn't. Without pain, there is no gain, fact checker friend. Clumsiness is a sign of an imprecise mind.
1: Uh, I think the copy A told me that once. Or was it the editor?
6: Watch your steps and your life will watch out for itself.
1: I've heard that one before too. I'm pretty sure you said it at the holiday party. Ow, my arm really hurt.
6: And over the fallen body and step, Ow. Step, Ow. Step, Ow. step, 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 step.
1: Doesn't make for someone with a thousand legs to crowd all of them into the stairwell when someone else is in there hurrying to get everything done on time in a no time day.
2: <laughs>
0: you tripped over Milford the Milliefoot from traffic again?
1: No, that was the first
0: time. Traffic? What's that? The traffic department, Mr. Galaxy, is in charge of scheduling here at Destiny.
2: What does that mean? Uh, let's say two galaxies are going to collide on page uh, 98 gajillion uh, 72. Uh, Milford, the uh, millifoot in traffic, ensures the galaxies are in their proper spots in time for the collision to happen.
1: Destiny is like a dance of pre-arranged circumstances on the precipice of performance.
0: Oh, I like that. Fran, put that pen down. I've told you office hours are no time to write your silly little destiny fan fictions.
2: She prefers to call them Fran fictions, ma'am.
1: It's not what I prefer. It's what my followers at Destiny Fan Fiction Expos call my work. Some people outside of here say I have potential.
0: Fran, stop babbling about your insignificant little hobby.
1: Hold on, ma'am. I'll listen to the end of your insult right after I answer this. Des in the office, Bran at your service, checking facts fast and fastidiously for everyone's edification.
5: Dee, can you imagine what it would have been like to work an intergalactic collision cleanup during our garbage scout days with Captain Petal Serp?
2: Phoenix, you would never have been called in for a cleanup of that scale.
4: Why not? Because we were not sentient yet. It doesn't take any more consciousness to clean up senseless waste than it does
0: to create it. A lack of sense is never the point at destiny. Garbage scows inside collided galaxies are destroyed with everything else.
4: When did you say this collision was going to happen?
0: Fran, stop looking so worried. I'll finish insulting you later. We have more pressing matters to attend to.
1: Ma'am? Boatrix just went supernova. It happened outside its timeline. Again. Destiny is playing out the same way it played out last time. And no one wrote
4: it. What does this mean? From what I understand, it means a glorious finish for three planets worth of lucky beings.
2: No, just an unremarked conclusion for primordial sludge. The destinies for the beings that would have evolved didn't even have time to play out before their senseless deaths.
1: Destiny didn't play out out there, but it played out in here. How can everything be predetermined without someone doing the predetermining? Is someone writing Destiny for Destiny too, Or will everything always happen the same way, whether it's written down or not? Do any of my choices mean anything? point of trying to do anything when it's all going to do whatever it's going to do anyway.
2: Why do you talk so much? Fact
3: checker friend, I don't believe what's happened is fate. There's a reasonable explanation for what is happening. Boa Boatrix went supernova out of its time the first time because time was broken.
4: Speaking of which, it's time to test out that fried octopus recipe in our memory banks. We need
0: to listen to that deep fryer, ma'am. Fran, I know you're hungry, but we've been over this. No one at Destiny is allowed to eat their workmates under any circumstances.
1: What I meant was the deep fryer is right. There are also four more Sylvie 1-8s at Exclamation Mark 4Ks down in Biblion Reception.
3: That makes sense.
4: Squidalicious. None of those Sylvie's are your workmates, Ace. Let's blow through those biblions.
3: I'm still opposed to eating biblions, Dee. That's not what makes sense. You'll have to blow through your hot stuff another day.
4: Hey,
5: if anyone is hot stuff around here, it is me. Do not forget, I am the ship. Dee is just a program.
4: True enough, you're the cake. But I'm the icing that makes it delicious. We still haven't had lunch. Should we break for cake?
2: I thought you were in the middle of an existential crisis.
1: Well, if none of this means anything, we might as well enjoy
4: the small pleasures. The fact is, fact-checker Fran, I want my end to come, but I don't want my final exit exiting out of your end.
0: End this pointless chatter. Mr. Galaxy, how does an unscheduled supernova and the inexplicable exponential increase in copies of one of our library staff makes sense.
3: They are proof of cause and effect. As I said, fact checker Fran, this isn't a question of fate. It's a logical progression of events. We are all agreed time was broken when you originally sent the distress transmission, correct?
1: That was the conclusion I came to? Yes.
3: (coughs) The conclusion you came to? Since we did not fix the problem when we put the Pages of Destiny back in order, it only makes sense that events should play out as they did the first time.
0: Mr. Galaxy, we haven't accomplished anything since the beginning of this episode. Stop wasting valuable time confirming we have a problem keeping track of time.
2: Episode? Oh, uh... Around here, we refer to a series of related events as an episode. (laughs) Don't
3: worry, ma'am. I'm ready to get on with the episode and begin my investigation. We all owe a
2: debt of thanks to Fact Checker Fran. Don't be too hard on the Fact Checker. She's disorganized and dizzy and takes credit for things that are not her doing, but she does her best. Wait. Did you say a debt of thanks?
1: Yes, he did. You're welcome. For what?
3: For fracturing your arm. Ah. If you hadn't tripped over Milford, the millifoot, I wouldn't have learned about the existence of the traffic department. Would it be fair to call Milford destiny's timekeeper? He actually calls himself the... choreographer of Time. Ma'am, I'm certain we'll find a clue about the time jam in the traffic department.
0: Copy, aid. You go with Ace and introduce him to Milford. Fran, all your endless chatter about food has made me hungry. Go find us something to eat.
6: <laughs> okay, people, break's over! Take your places! Five, six, seven, eight! <gasps> Epsilon two control. Epsilon two control. Epsilon-2 Control, where are you? Sorry, Milford, just turning my headset back on. Oh, turning your headset back on. Oh, I see. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're all settled in and comfy now. What makes you think that Destiny can sit around waiting for you to turn on your headset? Time and tide wait for no man a woman, a cephalopod, or arthropod, or... Yes, sir.
7: I'm sorry, sir.
6: Well, if you can't be ready on time, all the time, I will find someone who can. How many demo reels do I get every day from beings dying to be a part of the Destiny Traffic Corps? Never mind. We don't have time to count them. We've got a show to put on! It, it won't happen again, sir. Epsilon-2 control is go. Ziground Glothy is in place, standing by. And... Subdermal communication unit in Ziground Glothy's palm activates. He looks down at it. And... Cringes at his mother's face. And... Steps off the curb. And cue party taxi! Party taxi barreling towards Ziground Glothy at unconscionable speed. Go! Stalbert drill tracks in place! Stalbert sweeps in for the save in three, two, one, and... Inevitable death averted on cue! So it is written, so it shall be done! Ready, Earth Control?
5: Earth is a girl standing by, Milford.
6: Heba Habib is in her car!
5: Confirmed. Wedding song on standby on the radio.
6: She will start thinking about her ex-fiancé in three, two, one, and cue music. Schlocky song. Schlocky song. Why must that computer repeat everything twice? That's the way it's
5: programmed. That's the way it's programmed.
6: Excuse me, Milford. Who are you? Are you from Earth? How did you get in here? Do all Earthlings have such protruding foreheads? Why do you have so many questions all over your face? I'm... Never mind, I don't care who you are. I don't have time to deal with your questions. I have a destiny show to get out.
2: Milford, this is Ace Galaxy. He's a space dick we brought in to help us investigate the situation. Who are you? I'm the copyhead from the editing department. We've met many times. Uh, in the gym? In the bar? or oh, in the library? We even danced together at the holiday party last year? I have a thousand legs.
6: I danced with a lot of people. <laughs> this is extraordinary.
3: Am I to understand that everything from people stepping out of the blue to save others to songs popping on the radio as if in response to your thoughts are actually
6: coordinated from this department? Nothing is left to chance. What do I always say? In, In the, the grand scheme of anything less than, anything perfection, less than perfection, is perfection is failure. Traffic coordinates every moment for everything on the timeline with perfect precision. We are the executioners of time.
4: Executioners like killers? Can I crash the traffic party?
6: Who is this lovely little red bird with a foul
3: mouth? Uh, beak. Well, the lovely little black bird here is my ship Phoenix.
6: How do you do? Playing Blackbird, playing Blackbird. I didn't call for a song, you ridiculous computer. The red one with the foul beak is her self destruct program, D. Wow, well, we are not executioners like. Killers. That's the writing department's... department. Executioners in the traffic department are
3: facilitators. If you could facilitate a few answers, I just
6: had a couple of questions. Why are you knitting? I knit. Never mind, I don't care. Your questions will have to wait. I have a stellar nursery to birth in five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) Orion Nebula Control. Orion is go. Standing back. Prepare cosmic string to
2: tie the umbilicus. Cosmic string confirmed. Blue shift blanket to wrap the baby star. Blue shift blanket confirmed. Hot gas. Someone boy hot gas.
3: If I may, I believe stars form from cold gas. The
6: dick with the knitting needles in his hands and the forehead casting a shadow over his eyes is right. Cold gas! Uh, Gas confirmed. And prepare to push in five, six, seven. Wait! Aboard! Aboard! Aboarding stellar birth. Where did that juvenile star come from? Who allowed a juvenile untrained star to appear on the firmament stage before I facilitated its birth?
5: So it is written, so it will not be done. <whistles> Apparently.
2: That little blackbird has as foul a beak as that red one. Milford, this is the reason we've brought in the dick from Earth. To make the rest of Destiny as ass-backwards as that pale blue dot? Uh,
3: no. Uh, to save it from turning into the mismanaged mess everyone always accuses it of being. My associates and I have already determined something has gone awry with the timelines here at Destiny. We surmise that since Traffic is in charge of ensuring everything goes out at the scheduled time, the mistake must have originated here.
6: (gasps) I do not make mistakes! No one in my company makes mistakes! What are you all staring at? Get back to work! The show must go on! Someone take over for me for a while while I talk to this dick! But know this, if you make a mistake, I will kill you.
4: Just like I thought. Executioners like killers.
6: Space Dick, explain the problem you came here to investigate. We called an age. Are you a- the
5: dick? I think it depends on who you ask. According to that fact checker, it's...
3: This isn't the time to engage in Destiny gossip. Milford, the star appearing as a juvenile before it was born is another example of a scheduling problem that's causing Destiny to run amok.
4: It's been stupendous. A star went supernova before anyone on the planets in its system had a chance to start complaining about their situation and wish they were dead. What?! But that must have
6: happened when the understudies were running the show during our break. I can assure you, space dick, foul big birds
2: and, and, and whoever you are. I am the copyhead from editing. You are in charge of the motion of the spheres, aren't you? That's what you said while we were dancing at the holiday party. Why didn't you call me
6: back? Yes, I am in charge of the motion of the spheres. But if one event upstages another event, or appears before it's call time, what are we to do? Garbage in,
3: garbage out. So, you're saying the problem didn't originate in this department?
6: No, it did not. There is obviously an obstruction somewhere in the timeline. An obstruction? Imagine an accident on the road... Cars will find a way to get around it. Some will jeté over it and limbo under it, pirouette around it, or perform a wide U-turn and go back the way they came.
2: I'm having trouble imagining a car on point. The point is,
6: each car that changes course disrupts the course of all the other cars around it.
3: You mean to tell me that one mistake somewhere along the infinitely complicated timeline can cause disruptions that will eventually
6: spread throughout the rest of Destiny? Yes! One wrong step can throw off the choreography for an entire performance. Something must have gone wrong with a moment somewhere. Time cannot stand still. It will always find a way around. I suggest you go talk to the writers to find the misstep. Writers are notorious time killers.
1: Hey, Milo. Amazing sandwich selection. Why don't we get this kind of choice every day?
7: Ask the writers.
1: What? They wrote in a greater selection of sandwiches for this cafeteria today? Oh! Can I make requests? Wait, I thought Destiny offices were outside the writer's jurisdiction.
2: Hey, hey, hey!
7: No one dictates what kind of sandwiches Milo makes!
1: So what do the writers have to do with it then?
7: You know how writers are. Always procrastinating, getting stuck, looking for excuses to do anything but write.
1: It's the life I dream of. Well,
7: they take their first break around 8.15.
1: They don't start work until 9.
7: Saves them the trouble from making their way down for the second break at 9.15.
1: What has that got to do with sandwiches?
7: They usually clean me out of everything except bologna before lunchtime.
1: They don't like bologna?
7: <laughs> they say they get enough of that writing destiny. <laughs> Anyway, after the second break today, no more writers came down.
1: If writers aren't taking breaks, there must be something wrong. Uh, I should go up there and check on them. Wait a minute. Which writers?
7: Uh, they rotate cafeterias for variety, but the traffic department sent the writers for Planet Denneby be here this week.
1: Those traffic people are worse megalomaniacs than the writers, bossing everyone around right down to what they eat.
7: Did they pick out that dress for you? Yes, they did. Looks good.
1: I know! Damn it. Coming through! Out of my way! There's a problem with the writers!
2: No, the problem is with the... Yes! The writing department! But how do you know that?
1: Uh, I wish the elevator was faster. This stairwell is
4: always so crowded. Let her pass. We're in no hurry. It's going to take us forever to figure out where the problem is in this endless writing department. That should be plenty of time for existence to self-destruct. The problem is with Planet Dedeby!
2: What? How do you know that? How do you know anything?
1: I don't have time to talk about all that baloney right now. The Riders are in trouble!
3: Phoenix, fly over to that sign he's hammering up and see what it says. Quarantine? Why is this room quarantined?
1: I told you! That's the Denneby Riders room! I knew they were in trouble! destruction, sleeping death, waking
4: nightmare.
3: You must be a writer. Please move aside. I'm a space dick.
4: I don't care what kind of dick you are. No one passes through this door of doom.
2: This dick is here on official business, writer. Destiny is in trouble. He needs to get in there to investigate.
1: I can't let anyone in there. No writer who steps through that door comes back out. Even at break time. It's a room of devastation. Just look through that window.
2: Uh, it looks like they're all sleeping. No. They're comatose. The writers cleaned the bar out of bottle and keg earlier today. Are you sure they're not just blackout drunk? Wait, we're- drunk
1: all the time.
2: That's not the problem.
5: Fire! That is not fire. Dee has shape-shifted into smoke. Dee, where are you going?
3: Dee, don't slide under that door. It's dangerous in there.
1: Bye-bye, birdie. Playing bye-bye, birdie. Playing bye-bye, birdie. Computer, why are you playing music in here? This isn't the elevator.
5: Felt sorry for the bird. Felt sorry for the bird.
4: Hey! What gives? Why aren't I comatose? Dee did
5: not become comatose when she entered the room. I don't understand. That room is a
1: death trap for everyone who goes inside.
2: Just like a writer. Either do nothing or overblow everything. Phoenix, ask Dee what she sees
3: in there.
4: Dee can hear you. She is part of me. Hey! Not everyone in here is comatose. Some of them are walking around.
5: Not everyone in there is comatose, Ace. Some of them are wandering around the edges of the room.
3: D, ask them what happened.
4: Perfection everywhere! They're they're not making any sense. Something about perfection? One of them is horrified about something.
5: The writers that are not comatose are babbling about perfection and horror incoherently.
2: Mm, Nothing particularly unusual there.
5: According to my scans, they are sleepwalking.
1: Ace, should D wake them up?
3: <laughs> it's dangerous to wake up a sleepwalker. Who knows what would happen if you woke up a sleep writer?
1: I've done that lots of times. Nothing.
3: I mean, a writer who is sleeping and walking. Done it. A writing sleeper.
2: Yep. Wait a minute. Perfection. They wouldn't. They couldn't. <laughs>
3: I still don't understand what's so wrong with perfection. Isn't that what we were all striving
2: for?
0: Striving
3: for, yes!
0: Achieving never!
5: My operating system works perfectly well.
2: You're telling me there's absolutely no room for improvement?
5: I suppose there's always room for improvement. Captain Peddleserp was the smartest person I ever encountered. He never stopped learning and inventing trying to make things just a little better for everyone on the ship. That's why he designed me.
4: I'm going to blow up real good one day.
0: If perfect perfection in every way is achieved, there is nowhere else to go. Perfection would be the final page of the book.
2: Mm, That's why perfection is strictly forbidden, your destiny.
0: Because we'd all be out of a job.
3: Milford said fractured time was caused by a moment. What would happen if a writer wrote a perfect moment?
0: Perfection is strictly forbidden here at Destiny, Mr. Galaxy.
2: It's never happened before. But it seems to me, everything would stop. Stop? Uh, yes, stop. Perfection achieved. Everything would
3: just stop trying. So, one of the writers must have written a perfect moment on Deneby. Time stopped there and caused a time jam
2: throughout the rest of Destiny. And... The sight of written perfection made all the writers who saw it incoherent or mad. Ugh!
5: Dee, stop sulking about not being allowed to read what the writers were working on while you were in the Denneby Writers' Room.
4: I promise I wouldn't repeat it. But of course you would have. Of course I would have.
3: Exactly what happened in the moment doesn't matter. We know the writers were working on Deneby date 13-1-34-67 when time stopped. We just have to get there on that date and disrupt the perfection. Then time will start again and unclog the time
0: jam. Fact checker Fran, send Phoenix the coordinates to Denneby for Denneby date 13 67 Okay, I'll get right on it.
2: Wait! We know the coordinates will get Ace to Denaby, but with time fractured outside of here, we can't guarantee he'll actually get there on the right date.
1: What will happen if we lose contact with him? Like the distress call that missed the mark earlier this morning. He'll become a lost needle in the haystack of broken time. Ooh.
2: Fran, are you seriously writing that line down to use in some Fran fiction?
1: No. Maybe. It's a good line! Dee and I are
5: the same ship. If one of us stays here, we will always have a way to maintain contact, no matter how much time, or space, separates us. Buckle in, Ace. In three, two, one.
6: And five, six, seven, I a thunderstorm! Who queued a thunderstorm now? D- does anyone read their cue sheet? The eastern continent of Starath Z12 is in the middle of a drought! There should be five pages of devastation and the death of seven villages before the thunderstorm! How am I supposed to work at these uh, conditions? I just don't know what is <laughs> just
3: the program was written and produced by Misa Basada. It was directed by Martin Biot. This episode of Fixing the Timeline featured Marlo Alcock as editor-in-chief of the giant Book of Destiny, Misa Basada as the writer, Martin Biot as Ace Galaxy, Lisa Kalasma as Phoenix, Milo, and Earth, Dave Cooey as the computer and Epsilon, J.C. Paquette as Milford, Stephanie Snyder as D. Nishan Vermani as CopyAid, And Orion, and Talia Zaloski as fact-checker Fran. Interpretations of Blackbird and Bye Bye Birdie by Cave Audio. With story contributions from Nishan Varmani, Andrew Poweru, Dave Cooey, Stephanie Snyder, and Marlo Alcock. Audio production by Mark Pesolato at Pesmosis Music Productions in beautiful downtown Oak Ridges. An additional sound design by Lisa Kalasma. This episode was sponsored by Shadow Path Theater, transforming everyday places into creative spaces. The show was sponsored by HERIO.
4: If you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash
1: Ace Galaxy. Next time on Fixing the Timeline.
2: You know. The universe has a lot in common with a well-crafted clock.
6: My thoughts exactly, Meister Clockmaker.
2: Unfortunately,
3: the universal clock has lost the ability to keep dependable time.
6: Yes, but with a little tinkering, we can recalibrate it back to mechanical perfection.
5: I would not call destiny perfection, exactly.
6: What
3: do you propose, Meister Talktick? Why, an alarm clock, of course! An alarm clock, of course! An alarm clock? Of course!